Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. So there was a big panic yesterday in my neighborhood, and it must have been going around uh, Durham because there was this big fear that this massive storm was coming. I saw everybody in my neighborhood kind of putting chairs away and batting them down. And right. then uh, our guy who had built the uh, Leaning Tower of Pisa, who I hadn't seen in months, shows up to strap it down with rope. Because, really? you know, you, that's what you do with a deck you've built. <laughs> That's the answer. Just keep coming around every time there's a storm with a big piece of rope. That's where we're at now. My life. My life. You haven't seen him in how long? Months. Months. And and at the threat of a storm, he, and one of his first thoughts was, boy, I better get to Van's yeah. house. I was cutting the grass, and he pulls up, and I gave him a stare. <gasps> Because I'm done with him. Like, I'm finding somebody else to solve this problem. And he pulls up and he goes, uh, I go, what are you doing here? And he goes, I'm here to put rope around the deck. I go, that deck needs a lot more than rope. So he went in the backyard and I went inside and I said, Maria, your best friend is here. I won't even speak to him. Oh, really? I'm done. I'm so done with him. So she went out and she's talking to him, and so I finished cutting the grass because it was getting pretty long, and I thought, well, it's supposed to rain last night. Big storm was supposed to happen last night, and it's supposed to rain on and off today. So I thought, let's get it done for the weekend. Mm. So I, I stuck with it. I thought, I got nothing to say to the guy. So I finished cutting the grass, and before I started doing the weeding, I, uh, I went in the backyard, and uh, they were gabbing, and I said, do I need to be here? Is there anything I need to be involved in? And she said, no. I said, okay. <laughs> And I went back to weeding, and he got in his car and left. So I'll probably see him next big storm. That's our answer now. <laughs> Nobody sits on the deck because they're afraid it's going to fall on them, and he shows up and ropes it every time uh, a big storm is coming. All right. Yeah, that's where we're at. Um, well, I mean, a, a bit of a storm did breeze through, uh, at least in North Oshawa yesterday, like late last night. In Poshawa? Yes. Um, oh my gosh! How are they doing? Uh, I, I think though, <laughs> well, their their decks are soundly built. There, <laughs> <laughs> I think they're okay. <laughs> yeah, I should go up there and ask them who they hired. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they paid full rate. Yeah. Um, oh, I paid full rate. <laughs> I didn't get this for free. The uh, I I was on the golf course. And uh, the, uh, the the mayor's tournament in Oshawa, and I played that. And as like the dinner was happening out on the patio, I've never seen people eat so fast. <laughs> like they were really rushing to pack everything in. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You could see what looked like impending doom. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and, and I had to rush up because the kids were playing. They were out on a golf course uh, further north, and so I thought, oh crap, I better go. Better go stand by there because I'm pretty sure a call is coming shortly anyway. Yeah, I was keeping a, an hourly check on the weather as the afternoon uh, progressed, and it, it just was fluctuating so much. Like at one point, at like 7 o'clock, it was supposed to be 13 millimeter, millimeters of rain, and then that dropped down. And then at 8 o'clock, it was supposed to be 9. And then at like 10, it was supposed to be 22. And so it was all over the map, and then every time I checked it, it, it came down. So it didn't, it didn't pour the way it was supposed I to. I do find it amazing how, how reliant we are on that technology. Mm. I mean, the radar does show a line coming in, mm-hmm. right? And, and if you were looking at a radar app, you can kind of watch it where it's going uh, and see the trend happening and coming. 
But, I mean, I'm guilty of it, too. You'll look at your phone, it'll tell you exactly when the clouds are, the sun is, the, yep. the precipitation and the amount thereof. But, I mean, all of these things are for a mass area, yep. right? You're talking, you know, when you look at a, a forecast for Toronto, well, is it is it the airport? Is it north? Uh, is it downtown? All of that different. It can it can be a completely different ecosystem. And that is why, and we've talked to golf courses about this, uh, remember years ago, people who were who, about the weather. When it says a 30% chance of rain, it's a chance... Uh, that 30% of that area will see a raindrop. Yep. Yeah. Oh, there's, and there's always a chance. And yeah, I, like, even on my phone, I do the Oshawa hourly thing. Right. But yeah, Oshawa is still a big area. And as right. you said, North Oshawa got hit. We didn't. Could be one cloud coming through, right? Yep. The cloud that's always over my roof. Yes, so. right. Anyhow, that's okay. We survived it. The uh, deck is still standing for another day. I, um, I had to mention this. As soon as I watched it yesterday, I thought, oh, i, I got to mention this to Lucky tomorrow. So I, I had said, uh, and I've, uh, I, I've commented that I've been um, watching this um, quarterback yes. on Netflix. And so it's eight episodes. It, all, it goes through the uh, 2022 season. And uh, I'm almost to episode eight, which I assume will follow the uh, Super Bowl, because uh, episode seven revolves around the playoffs. And you have to see episode seven. First, for one reason, it'll drive you insane because you see Patrick Mahomes' house that mm. he's building with the pool and the swim-up bar and the basketball court in the basement and the golf course in the backyard. Right. Y- your head will explode. Oh, yeah. Um, and, uh, and at one point, though, this is what drove me the most insane. And that's fine. He can build a house he wants. He makes that money that he, he can have whatever he wants. But there's uh, a couple of moments uh, where they show his wife in some um, uh, suite at the the stadium, uh, a a private suite. There's a whole bunch of probably family, friends. Patrick Mahomes Sr. is in in this suite as well. It's a playoff game. It's the playoff game where uh, Mahomes hurts his, gets an upper ankle sprain. And yeah. if you remember, he's, he was in and out of the game and, and finally uh, finished the game and won the game. Uh, so they keep cutting back to her and him and her and him, and he's struggling on the field. It's a really well-done documentary. If you're an NFL fan... Netflix is so good with It's those. a great insight into the NFL, because everybody's mic'd up. Right. So, uh, this is what drove me the most insane, though. So... They keep cutting back to her, and every time they cut back to her after he's hurt, she's going on about on and on about, oh, we got to fight through this, we got to battle through this, and then at the end of it, when they win, she goes, every game we battle, every game we fight. I'm like, you fought to drink a margarita and keep your hair in a bun. That's what you fought. You fight nothing. It's it's we we oh yeah she is she's struggling out there right yeah in her nine thousand dollar outfit <laughs> sitting in this suite with a margarita the size of her head oh it's a tough tough road she toes right but the funniest part of it too was there was a kid I don't know who he is he looked like a twin of Patrick so maybe he's like a nephew or he's a family member of of some sort but quite but much younger. He could care less. He's sitting in the seat 
with with his head in his phone, his <laughs> uncle, nephew, uh, cousin, I don't know what, what Patrick is to him. He's down and out on the field with this sprained, what could be a broken ankle. Never lifts his head to even notice what's going on on the field. Right. Just a completely spoiled piece of poop. <laughs> a waste of a seat. Just a, we- a waste of skin. <laughs> Just an absolute waste of oxygen. Oh, I don't know why I torture myself so much. We, we, we. <laughs> Shut up. When was the last time you were uh, stung by a bee? Uh, I think it's been a little while. I don't know that I ever have been. Really? Not that I can remember, because maybe it just wasn't that big of a deal and it doesn't stick out in my memory. I mean, maybe as a kid it happened, but I don't I don't recall. A lot of mosquito bites and black fly bites and that kind of thing. Right. Um, I've, uh, I one time was at some summer event, like a fall or a, a fair of some sort, country fair, and I had a big Coke in my hand and I had just was getting to the bottom of it. So I took off the lid and I went to dump it back. And as I put it up to my mouth, it was like three dead bees Ooh. in the bottom of the cup. Cause of course they've been so attracted to the sugar. I yeah. Think. But um, it turns out that most of the time when we get bit by bees, the bees are justified in stinging us. Okay. If you leave them alone, they will, for the most part, leave you alone. Generally, yes. You know, we have this uh, big bush beside our uh, deck in, uh, in the spring, and when the bees get going, it's just swarming with them. And you can literally sit right next to it. And they they could care less that I'm there. Yeah, you know. If you, are they bees or wasps? I think they're bees. Now wasps might be different. Yeah, wasps are just a holes. Right. Yes. You know, them the hornets. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, it is said that uh, if you uh, if you step on one, if you scare it, if you uh, if you're messing with its food source or destroying its home, shooting at it with a water gun or something yeah. like that, then. Uh, but then others say, no, 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 I got bit and it wasn't justified. I tried to save one from drowning. I was asleep. It landed on me. It entered my shoe. I was sitting there doing nothing and it flew inside my shirt and stung my boob. Right. These are the people. <laughs> so we're, we're evenly split. I guess. Right. And, uh, the thing I, oh, I'm, <laughs> my buddy growing up was so afraid of them, like just petrified. He would run and scream you know, we would have been, even when we were teenagers, he would run and scream like a four-year-old girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, I know one time I got stung, it was like at a camp, and there were, they had blinds. Mm. And I went to go pull the blinds back, yeah. and as I grabbed the blind, I guess there was a wasp or a bee in it. Yeah. And I put my hand right on it, and it stung me right in the hand, and it that hurt. one hurt. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're uh, they're not fun. We need them though. Uh, the planet would literally fold up if we didn't have the bees. Mm-hmm. Big food source for us. I watch uh, and every now and then you'll see on social media. There's one like beekeeper and she's on there all the time, like clearing out mm. uh, like problem bees. It's amazing how they work around those yeah. things. Yeah, <laughs> like when you're not afraid or you know not worried about them at all. Yeah, the people who can actually beekeepers who can actually do that stuff. Unbelievable. You know, and I, I know a, a guy who's a beekeeper, and he's also got chickens and for the eggs and all of that. And, and everybody that I've ever met who is involved in something like that, who has fresh eggs or they make their own honey, they'll always say, 
so much better than the store-bought stuff. Right. And I've tried it all. (laughs) 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 Squeezing the bear seems so much easier to get your honey in. That's right. My Metro has a wide variety of (laughs) honeys and eggs right there. I don't got to chase a chicken like I'm Rocky. Uh, Women are confessing on uh, BuzzFeed things that men do that confuse them. And uh, at the top of the list, why does it take so long for men to poop? (laughs) We do love it in the bathroom. We do. Do. It's an escape. Yeah. I've sat there so long, my legs have gone numb. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Come help me off the toilet. (laughs) You come out, you know, your bruises above your knees because you've been putting your elbows there to watch something on your phone. That's right. Right. Maria will say, all I hear is you listening to YouTube videos and giggling. How are you giggling and pooping? (laughs) Well, because the initial stage doesn't take that long. No, it's over pretty quick. Right. But then, you know, with our systems sometimes, you're not sure if there's going to be a a repeat, like a a round two. You don't know. Right. So you you wait. You wait it out for a minute or two. Uh, maybe our our uh, our bowels are just uh, built differently than the ladies. Right. Well, yeah. women don't poop at all. Well, right? that's right. That is true. They don't fart and they don't poop. Right. I've learned a lot being married to my husband, says a woman. But there's one thing I fail to understand in general. Why do you guys stare out windows so often? <laughs> It's usually my husband just goes up to a window or looks out the front door and just falls into a trance. What's up with that? The grass is greener. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're just standing there and thinking about where we it all went so wrong. <laughs> what do you where are we gonna stare at the wall? <laughs> are we gonna talk to you? <laughs> Men will also do the car lean and stare at the house. I've right. seen that. Like, uh, you'll be outside doing something. You'll be cutting your grass or something. I'll come out and say, hey, Lucky, how are you? And then I'll end up on your driveway, and the two of us will just lean against one of the cars right. and stare at the house. You ever find that your your mind just works completely differently? Like, I can stray off topic <laughs> so quickly. Yeah. Right? Like, she could be in mid-conversation, and she'll say one thing that, uh, you know... Like, oh, man, i got to ensure that this is done right. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, the insurance is due. And then, uh, yeah, what about the roof? You know, did you notice the other day? And all of a sudden, I'm on a, I'm on a completely different subject, and I'll just start talking about that. And yeah. she'll be like, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> uh, well, we've, we've discussed this before, but there's that moment, too, when you're speaking with your spouse, and you have to decide, is this I'm just supposed to stand here and listen moment? Right. Or am I supposed to comment moment? Yeah, that's right. Tough to, tough to know sometimes. Uh, ladies want to know, what happens to our package when we run? Do you feel them flopping around, and what do you do when you ride a bike? <laughs> well, that's why I ride a ladies' bike, because I need that space down there. Because I'm John Holmes. And right, all the yes. <laughs> it, is, it is unfair that men's bikes have that bar, and women's bikes don't. Oh, you ever think about that? No. Because the women's bikes don't have that crossbar. Yeah, well, it was made intentionally, I think, for the, the skirt or dress. Right, but that bar is too close to our package. Right. Well, I mean, you should be on the seat. I know, but sometimes things happen. <laughs> like you fall off a bike. Um, another woman says, Men can be completely oblivious to any mess in the house 
but can spot a wall that's been painted in the wrong direction from 20 feet away. <laughs> Our ability to live through clutter is uh, is generally very good. At least mine. I'm I'm completely guilty. Yeah, I'm I'm the complete opposite. Right. I mean, I have to live through it because I think my family just does it to torture me at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Adrian feels the same way. Although I will say this, I've had a couple of encounters uh with uh daughters of friends. Mm. And so it's not just a a, a male problem. Mm. Uh or or maybe it's just the younger generation, but they seem to be very comfortable with filth as well. Like dirt or just crap everywhere. Uh, yeah, everything. Wow. Both. Wow. Like, like, you know, the uh, and maybe the part of our Problems we've never taught them or made them clean and clean up after themselves, but holy cow! I, you know what? I, I blame I blame a lot of things on like Amazon. I think our ability to just order crap constantly and have it show up all the time, right? That we just order and buy so much stuff, mm -hmm. and it just stacks up everywhere. This is uh, I'm guilty of this. Uh, I know you've admitted guilt to this. This woman says, uh, my biggest gripe, or this, the man explaining it, he says, my wife's biggest gripe is that I will spend time hiking, drinking, driving, golfing, whatever with friends. I haven't seen these people in months, and when I get home, I have absolutely nothing to report back despite having spent six or more hours with them. <laughs> I don't know the comedian's name, but there's a great bit on just this, about going golfing with a buddy who had just uh, gotten divorced. Mm. And the wife is asking him, you know, how's he doing? Him? I don't know. Yeah. He's, he's got a new driver. <laughs> <laughs> like just, yeah. That stuff just doesn't come up. No. Or if it does, because, you know, I play golf every week with the guys. And, and, and the conversation just happens. You're not really paying attention. You're not really talking about anything. Mm. You're just laughing. Yeah. I mean, you'd come home and say, well, Joe's short game is for poop. Right. Yeah, I don't know that I've ever had, like, an open and honest conversation on a golf course with a buddy. Over pints, sure. Mm -hmm. Get into some sort of details about something. Hey, you know, how's the separation going? How are the kids? You know, yeah. that, this kind of thing. But, yeah, on a golf course, it seems pretty rare. Yeah, well, you know, so, like, yesterday, I, I played with my buddy Joel, who's the bartender at Avanti. Right. We grew up together, hadn't seen him in years and uh, and invited me into a tournament. We played golf together, and we we chatted. We chatted about caught up on some old friends, sure, uh, mutual friends that we've had. Have you talked to this person, and that person? I can't remember any of those conversations. <laughs> you don't know if he's really? married, divorced. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet Adrian asks, "How's Joel? Yeah, how's he doing? Uh, all right, he's walking. Yeah, yeah, he's, <laughs> he's upright. <laughs> Missed a couple of putts." <laughs> He did. <laughs> he was uh, the weak link in our best uh, <laughs> ball. Um, then he goes on to say, my wife, on the other hand, will casually pass a friend in the street and within 10 minutes know what they've done every day since they last spoke, the health and financial status of them and all their friends and relatives, right. and a forward-facing calendar for the next three months. Yeah, that's the details. Yeah, they care. The ladies right. care. That's true. <laughs> Uh, another woman says, I don't know why so many men are willing to pay a lot of money just for pictures of feet and boobs, but porn is free. <laughs> yeah, we are dumb that way. I guess the OnlyFans is what she's talking right, about. Right, yeah. Yeah, I, well, listen, I, that concept is foreign to me as well. So. Yeah, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't waste the time. I'm a man, but something that confuses my wife is when I suddenly take a deep breath for no reason. She's like, are you okay? 
you are you sure you're okay? Anything you need to talk about? What's going on? Again, that they want to know things. Yes, yeah. And he says, I, I'm fine. Right. I just forgot to breathe, and I'm catching up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's the, old, it's the Seinfeld bit, right? Women want to know what you're thinking. Yeah. Nothing. 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 We're thinking about a lot of just little random, as you said, the roof. A lot of random little little things. Right. But nothing really concrete. Yes. We are thinking all of, a lot of the times about the things that they don't think about. <laughs> like paying a bill. <laughs> Keep the roof over the head kind of thing. <laughs> like the car needs like, oil. Like, how are we going to get through this month? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um a woman says, I find it confusing how men are so forgiving. It's one of the things I adore the most about men and find the most baffling. I'm learning now that men will get over things like 40 minutes after they happen, and I get genuinely frustrated and sad when uh, my girlfriends hold grudges. Mm. I found that the people I've had falling out with and were able to rekindle my friendships were mostly all men. Because they want to have sex with you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I guess they, and because guys know that other guys do silly and dumb things, mm-hmm. and and you just label them as that. Like, yeah. oh, here's my dumb friend. Yep. Right. I got an idiot buddy. You know, he's still my buddy, mm-hmm. and uh, and I hate hanging around with him sometimes because he's an idiot. Yeah. But I just label him as his idiot buddy. Yeah. I, Maria has been so shocked sometimes hearing me on the phone, like just the filthy language. Right. You know, blow on this and haul on that and <laughs> F this and F that and you're a moron. And, and then it's like, all right, we'll see you at the chorus at 7 o'clock. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just the way we talk. Mm-hmm. Another woman uh, says uh, that the uh, the privates of a man, the junk, confuse her. She says, I've been told they only react when seeing or feeling something they like, but I've also been told it'll just decide to pop up randomly throughout the day. Right. It has a mind of its own. Morning glory. Yeah. Well, as a younger man, that happened. Yeah. I don't, can't recall the last time I was in that state. The state of arousal. Although I'm married, I haven't been in that state for decades. That's, that state's more like Alaska to you now. I can't even find it on a map. And finally, uh, when men can behave as the smartest man in the world, and five minutes later, they're the village idiot. That's us. If you are a parent of young children or perhaps teenagers and you look towards the future and think, oh, won't it be nice to one day walk them down the aisle? Well, that might not happen because half of young adults, just over half actually, up through the age of 40, say they believe marriage is an outdated tradition. They say most weddings are just too expensive and they don't think it's necessary to fulfill a committed relationship. Uh, and many young adults say they felt judged or feel judged for not being married yet and have felt judged for moving in with their partner. The most common source of that judgment is mothers, especially for young women. Right. Okay. Now, when you shacked up in sin with Adrian before you got married, was there any issues there? Uh, issues? Or did your dad show you out the door? <laughs> <laughs> not really. Not, no. no, it was more just, uh, okay, this is what's going to happen. I yeah. think at that point, they were understanding of the situation. Uh-huh. Had you shacked up with anybody else before Adrian? No. 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 So this was the first not time. Not officially. Yeah, right. Not that your parents knew of. <laughs> right. But this was the first time that you said, well, I'm packing my bags and yeah. I'm, I'm moving out. Get the place. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, I think 
you know, to look at it now, it, the the whole idea that uh, that you know we got to save yourself and you know can't do that. Like I, like the concept that you and Rhea had not lived together mm-hmm. until you were married. It, it does seem now it's so foreign, so crazy. Yeah, I look at it as crazy. <laughs> yeah, no. Right? Like a lot of people describe it like you you, know, you don't buy a car without a test drive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is something you you really need to to know someone and get to, and to get to know someone living with them it can be completely different than any dating situation i think had we met later you know we were still very young i was a she was just turning 19 and i was just turning 21 so we neither of us had even gone to college yet right we had both finished high school and then worked for a bit before we decided what we wanted to do and I had to save up the dough even to go to Humber College because my parents didn't have it, and, and she had to do the same. So, uh, yeah, I think our situation, had we met maybe in our late 20s after school or something, then perhaps that would have been a, a thing. Right. Although her mother, being very Catholic, mm, might very not Italian. have agreed with that. Yeah, she might have had. Yeah, she probably would have had a problem with yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, now it just is what it is. Our oldest son lives with his girlfriend. I, I don't know that they'll ever get married. I'm not sure. I, I certainly don't suspect grandchildren from either one of my boys. So oh. they're, uh, they're, on that, uh, they're on that page now that so many young people are. One, it's just the cost of everything, and I get that. And two, they, they focus, and I don't even know that this is selfish. I think it's, it's smart. They focus on their wants and needs. Right. Not necessarily what their parents want or need or they don't do to satisfy us right because they don't have to although we knock the generation for for being like that mm. when it comes to work and stuff too right, like, right. there's a different a different ethic mm-hmm. uh sometimes when it comes to some of the youth some yeah listen i i they work they pay their bills they don't rely on us for anything uh i mean I, we paid for their education and all of that but they don't. They don't have their hand out. They're not woes me about anything. So, right. well, and and in their defense, it's not like we set a fantastic example with marriage records. No, either, right. No. You know, our parents' generation, like the boomers, their parents were together for you know the time they were fourteen. Yeah. <laughs> until they died. So the absolute misery, <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. And now, you know, given the fact that the marriage rate. You know, their divorce rate is like, what, 50%, yep. Yep. right? And all of the options that are out there thanks to the Internet, you can see it being a very difficult decision. Oh, for sure. So if you've been talking away dough for your kid's maybe wedding one day. Oh, you turn that into a midlife crisis. <laughs> uh, if you want to get a great suntan, you want to go to a plateau in Chile. It has been pinpointed as the sunniest place in the world. It gets blasted by more of the sun's rays than any other spot on earth you get sunburnt there faster than any place else great yeah great yeah you get there and say who has the sunscreen <laughs> we forgot it back at the hotel <laughs> it can't buy any there's none no, here there's none available um ever been to a store and realized you forgot your wallet i went through a period of time where i was doing that constantly because i used to have a my phone was like in a, a folder that had yeah. slots for You don't my, have that anymore? No, I'm back to the wall, just a regular the, wallet. The folio case? Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but before that, I even carried this. Like, it was like this big 
It was like a zipper book that had you to know, put notes and it carried everything. And a I, merce. A merce, basically. And I, and I had to hull around this thing all the time. The and man purse, yeah. Yeah, the man purse. It wasn't as big as a purse, but it was getting pretty close. All right. Anyhow, so I'm back to the wallet. And, and so many times I'd get to the grocery store, get all my stuff, and I'm up at the teller and I'm like, oh, no. I forgot my wallet. So I'd, I'd ask her to put the stuff aside. I'd have to book it home right. you know, and come back. Anyhow, if you're a uh, shopper at Whole Foods... Uh, you won't need your wallet soon. They've been testing a gadget that lets you pay by scanning your palm, and they're going to roll it out on all of their stores by the end of the year. Wow. Yeah. Like a, so is it a palm print technology? Yeah. So they, they what they tried originally at Whole Foods was to scan your privilege. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work. <laughs> Let's check your lineage. It's just, <laughs> That's right. just point out which family tree is yours. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people will put their information onto their phones now, right? Mm-hmm. You just tap your phone or tap your watch. Mm hmm. And that'll pay from palm prints a new one. I'm looking forward to the day they tap my package. <laughs> Can I pay for my package? Uh, Mr. Ben, you're tapped out. <laughs> um, now, that was Whole Foods and Groceries, and here's a little tip next time you feel a little hungry. Maybe sit with that feeling for a minute. A study found out our bodies might age slowly when we're hungry. So better to stay a little hungry. Oh, better to be hungry? Yeah, better to, yeah, to ride that hunger for a little bit. Would you find, by the way, when you when you were home alone, mm. there Maria was gone for a couple of weeks on yeah. vacation. Uh, did you find you there were times you just didn't eat at all? I would eat very little. Right. I mean, I, like dinners would be like a, a tuna sandwich or yeah, yeah, very small amounts. I'd kind of pick throughout the day. I find that too, and I'm sure it's just laziness. For me, like rather than yeah. oh, do I really get up and prepare something for one, which isn't easy to do. I was like, ah, you know what, I'll just grab a handful of potato chips and that'll be... It'll be enough. That's lunch. Yeah, you know, it. it uh, we really don't need as much food as we put back. No, we, not, we really no. don't. And and I found uh, a couple of times in my life when I've been on my own that I'm very guilty of just doing drive through or pub food because who wants to bother cooking for one? Who even wants to grocery shop for mm-hmm. one? You know, unless you can get into the habit, and, and if I was a single guy, maybe I'd have to try to get into the habit of... Prepping food on a Sunday for the week so that I knew I had stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I found what I did find about being on my own was that the days are incredibly long. Oh. You know, yeah. because I would do this show, I'd go home, I'd follow my normal routine, and then usually when life is normal and when the kids were living with us and it was Maria and I, you know, by about 3 in the afternoon I'm figuring out dinner and I'm going to the store – when I was on my own at like 3 or 4 in the afternoon, I go, I'm going to have cheese for dinner. <laughs> so what do I do with the next eight hours? I'd watch TV, of course. But. And even I found um, when I was on my own, uh, when I first went uh, out of town and I was down in Windsor waiting for me and the boys to come down, I was there on my own for about three months. And they put me up in a in a, an apartment fully furnished with a kitchen. I never stepped foot in that kitchen. Right. You know, I did try once. I went to a grocery store and I bought a lone piece of chicken and I bought some broccoli. <laughs> it was so sad. 
but while I was at the grocery store, a buddy of mine called just to check in. Maria called just to see how I was doing. And my mom called to see how I was doing. By the end of those three calls, I was so homesick. I was crying in the grocery store. I threw, all, I threw the lone piece of chicken and the crappy broccoli back where they were, and I headed to a pub for a pint and wings. And that's all I ate for the rest of the time. I was on my own. Um... This is, wow, this is cool. NASA is uh, almost ready to launch a mission to a very valuable asteroid this fall. It's so full of iron, nickel, and gold, it would be worth an estimated 10 quintillion dollars. Wow. Now, are they able to bring that asteroid back? I don't think so. They can mine it. Can they mine it? And who gets that gold, iron, and nickel? Now, NASA is obviously a government-run facility, right, out of the U.S. So I guess the U.S. government would get whatever came back. They can do all of this? Ten quintillion dollars. This is a thing? This is a thing. Maybe they can just blow it up and it'll just spray everywhere. (laughs) Everybody get a piece. Wouldn't that be fun? That would be good. No, what will happen is Elon Musk will figure out how to get it, bring it home, and keep it for himself. Rock Mornings with Craig Venn and Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.